let go. I ain't got time to hear what they be talking about. Best to prove me wrong, or else you gon' be walking out. I ain't got time to hear what they be talking about. Best to prove me wrong, or else you gon' be walking out. I ain't got time to hear what they be talking about. Best to prove me wrong, or else you gon' be walking out. I ain't got time to hear what they be talking about. Best to prove me wrong, or else you gon' be walking out. I ain't got time to hear what they be talking about. Best to prove me wrong. This is Sadiq and you're listening to the Prove Me Wrong podcast, which is a sports related podcast where I'll discuss a wide range of topics from the NFL, NBA and collegiate athletics happening every Tuesday morning. America, we're going to kick off the show and we're going to talk about my Jets. Flat out, J-E-T-S, mess, mess, mess. But it was a mess for one person and one person only. This is on the feet of Zach Wilson. What are you doing? You look pathetic. You look like you didn't belong there. You look like you should be at either NYU, BYU, or VSU. Because you did not belong in the NFL on CBS. Period. You did not belong in the NFL. If I had told you that the Jets were playing the Patriots. You'd be like, okay, you know, the Patriots typically have their number. But then if I were to say, the Jets had more total yards, more passing yards, more rushing yards, more first downs. They had more sacks. They had more total plays. They had more time of possession. You'd have been like, oh, the Jets are going to win. But they didn't. You know why? Because Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson, Turned the ball over four times. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro. He turned the ball over four times. And people want to say, and rightfully so, Bill Belichick does this to rookie quarterbacks. The last two quarterbacks to have similar stats are Sam Donald and Mark Sanchez. Coincidentally, they play for the Jets. So I get all of that. But I watched the game. I seen the highlights too. Some of those was was Zach Wilson trying to use his arm. He thinks it's a golden arm, and he can fit the throw wherever he wants. And that's not the case. This is not BYU. This is not high school. Get it together. The offense has looked inept outside of late in the third quarter and the fourth quarter against Carolina. The offense has looked inept. If my math has it right, they've scored. 22 points, divide that by two, an average of 11 points. Now I get it. Let me, let me woosa a little bit. I understand that I have to be patient. I understand that this is going to be a long process. I understand this is not a situation like Kansas City. This is not a situation like New England or Indianapolis where, you know, that quarterback just comes in He has some growing pains, and then he just takes his team to another level. And Zach Wilson may be what we all think he can be, and then some. But that last game was pathetic. Flat out. There is no excuses why you have four picks. We still had an opportunity in the fourth quarter, and then what do you do? Throw another pick. So I say all of this to say, we're playing the Denver Broncos in the Maha City. It is their home opener. We are losing that game. 
So we're going to go always sweet. I'm just letting y'all know right now. I'll still watch it, hoping that we win, but we're not going to win. We're going to lose. Now, after that, our schedule, we playing the Titans. We're going to London and playing the Atlanta Falcons. That might be our first game outside the country. So the Jets, y'all need to get it together. The honeymoon is over, Robert Salah. You my Muslim brother. But you better call Allah because New York fans, they're unforgiving. They're unforgiving. I'm just letting you know. The back pages of those New York newspapers, they're unforgiving. Because if we keep losing like this, you, you might have wished you would stayed in, in, in Santa Clara with the 49ers. Oh, and another thing. Your offensive coordinator, LaFleur, y'all need to find a way to get my boy Denzel Mims in the game. The man got one reception for 40 yards. The man is 6'3", can run a 4'3". I get it with the reports that he hasn't been knowledgeable of the playbook like you would have hoped he would be in the offseason. Damn with that. Allow him to do what he can do best on the field. Contested catches, stretch the field. I don't care if he's an X receiver or the Y receiver. Put him on the field. Jackson Barrios ain't going to get it done. Keenan Cole, Jake Cole, a cold front. He ain't it. Get my boy Mims in there. There should be four receivers that's in the game. The depth chart should be Corey Davis, Denzel Mims, Jamison Crowder, Elijah Moore. The mother two people, we don't give a damn. Honeymoon's over, Robert Salah. Your defense is great. Dumb boys can get after the quarterback. Dumb boys play defense. And if it wasn't for that defense, we would have gotten blown out in the first two games. So I commend you on the defensive end. But that offense, that offense needs help. Now, enough about my Jets. Let's talk about the primetime game. Chiefs, Ravens, in the bank, the MMT Bank Stadium. Sunday night football, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes. Ray Lewis comes out. He does his little squirrel dance. And it was an epic game. It was an epic game. Came down to the wire. Lamar Jackson played great. Lamar Jackson put the team on his back. So much determination. I thought this game was over. I thought it was good night, Irene. I thought that the Chiefs had done all they needed to do. I knew they was going to score over 30. I knew that Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey was going to do their thing. Now, Tyreek got bottled up. He only had three catches for 14 yards. But Patrick Mahomes was sensational, except for that one. And you know what I'm talking about, that pick that he had in the second half. That is what turned the tide for the Baltimore Ravens. Because at that point, I thought the Baltimore Ravens just looked like, hey, Superman who is Lamar Jackson, got his kryptonite, which is Patrick Mahomes. But Sunday night was a different story. Now, the Baltimore Ravens had more time of possession, had more total yards, had more passing yards, but the most important one, rushing yards. They had over 250. A hundred and so of those was Lamar Jackson. He had a buck 07, and on top of that, he had 239 yards, 
Total touchdowns, three. And when it mattered most, the defense was able to get a turnover by their rookie defensive end out of Penn State. And then Lamar Jackson said, I'm not giving the ball back to Patrick Mahomes. Fourth and two. If y'all have not seen the video yet, go on Twitter, go on Instagram and look at the video. John Harbaugh says, Lamar Jackson, you want to go for it? He said, hell yeah. Just like they did in Seattle. John Harbaugh put the ball in his best player's hands and good night. Chiefs never got the ball back. They need it. Game over. After they converted on that fourth and two. The Ravens, they had a disappointing loss against the Oakland Raiders on Monday night. Redeemed themselves playing the prohibitive favorite to get out of the AFC and the Kansas City Chiefs. And hopefully this can hit them with that momentum. Now on the Chiefs side, the Chiefs, y'all look like the Nets early on last season. Y'all can't stop nothing. Y'all can't stop a park car. Y'all can't stop a yield sign. Y'all can't stop a stop sign. Y'all can't stop a red light or a yellow light. Y'all just letting anything happen on the field. Y'all are terrible as a defense. Outside of Chris Jones, Frank Clark, and the Honey Badger, y'all putrid. Y'all pathetic. Y'all need to Y'all need to do something. And, I, and I'm, I'm starting to just blame Andy Reid because he's never had a good defense. Maybe it's the way his offenses are set up. It just doesn't help with the defense. But Lord have mercy, this defense is putrid. So the Kansas City Chiefs, y'all trying to win the Super Bowl, y'all trying to get the, out of the AFCs, y'all need to play some defense because the Bucs got defense. And in the AFC, the Ravens have a defense. They didn't show it the last couple of weeks, but that's because players have been hurt. The Rams got a defense. You start looking at all these different teams, you see that they have defenses. They get a turnover here or there against Patrick Mahomes, and it might be good night, Irene, for the Kansas City Chiefs. So, Chiefs, y'all need to get it together. Now to the other primetime game, Packers. Detroit Lions, R-E-L-A-X. That's what Aaron Rodgers really wanted to tell y'all, but I'm going to tell y'all. It's Mr. Rodgers' neighborhood, and we just living in it. And I'm just letting y'all know, the man was sensational last night. The man was 22 of 27, 255 yards, four touchdowns, no picks. He was beautiful. Devontae Adams looked beautiful. Now it's the Detroit Lions, and Detroit hasn't been good since I don't know when. But the point is that Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones, the Green Bay Packers, they look good to go. That defense needs to get better. Jay Alexander, uh, Zadarius Smith, Preston Smith, they're going to get it together. But Aaron Rodgers, he that bad man. It's his neighborhood. We just living in it. And Jared Goff, you're going to have a hard, long season. I'm just letting you know, this season is going to be bad. You, you don't have a Cooper. You don't have a Cooper Cup. You don't have a, a Robert Woods. You don't have a Sean McVay. You don't have an Aaron Donald. You don't have, you don't have nobody. You ain't got nobody. I don't care what nobody says. Ain't nobody on that Detroit team that I'm scared of. I got a bunch of dudes I don't know the name of. It's going to be a long season. Get ready to win about two, three games. And 
yeah, y'all, y'all came back against the 49ers, made it again, and then y'all took the L. And then y'all got Molly Wap against the Green Bay Packers. So Green Bay trajectory's going up. Detroit Lions trajectory going down. And we'll see what happens at the end of the season. Let's talk about the Cowboys, shall we? The Cowboys had a close game. I didn't think they were going to win this game. This is not a Cowboy-esque game that they would have won. A good team on the road. Uh, Dak Prescott in his last five uh, road games has been winless. Um, but they came out against the L.A. Chargers in, in Soul 5 Stadium, i.e. Soul Fly Stadium, and they did, they played well. Now, they didn't have, you know, their best defender, in my opinion, Demarcus Lawrence, but they came out and showed out. If you look at the numbers, they played well. They had almost 200 yards rushing. They had about two 220 yards passing. They was able to have less turnovers, less penalties. They were able to keep up with the San Diego Chargers. We all thought this game would be a high-scoring game. It only came down to uh, 20 for the Cowboys, 17 for the Chargers. But I got to be honest. Zeke Elliott looked good. Tony Pollard looked good. Dak Prescott looked okay. He had that one pick. Um, their receivers outside of CD Lamb very, looked very pedestrian. But the reason why they lost this game, I mean, the reason why the Dallas Cowboys won this game is because the Los Angeles Chargers coughed up this game. Now, Justin Herbert played well, in my opinion. He had the two picks, but I think he played, he played well. Keenan Allen and Mike Williams played very well, but the penalties. So the Chargers score late in the game. It's about three minutes left. And not only do they score, they're up. And Jared Cook gets a taunting penalty. That taunting penalty negates their touchdown. So now they have to go back out on the field and try to score again. And they weren't able to. So instead of getting a touchdown to get three points, now it's tied at 17 all. You give Dak Prescott another crack at the apple to not just uh, not just win the game, but win the game by only a field goal. You only got to score. Because had they scored a touchdown, now Dak Prescott in that offense has to be able to go up and score a touchdown instead of a field goal. And I think that that would have, you know, I think the Chargers would have felt good at that point. But the Chargers, they, to me, coughed this game up, penalty after penalty. If you look at it, they had 12 penalties compared to the Dallas Cowboys, which had eight, and they had more turnovers, you know, two turnovers compared to the to, uh, to one to Dallas. But I said this when the season started, and I'm going to continue saying this. The Dallas Cowboys will win the NFC East, period, point blank. They'll be going to the playoffs with a home playoff game, and – People want to talk about the Washington football team on Thursday night against the uh, against the, the New York football Giants. I told y'all last week, the Giants, they play like little Giants. And once again, this game, they play like little Giants. They had a lot of turn, uh, a lot of penalties, a lot of drop passes. So you look at this situation, the Giants should have probably beaten the Washington football team. I don't think the Washington football team are going to be 
well. I mean, I don't think the Washington football team are going to win the division or even come close. Dallas has the better quarterback. They're the healthier team. They got the more talent. It just, to me, Dallas is just going to run away with this division. I said it's going to be done by Thanksgiving. I may give it a week or two after Thanksgiving because I just don't see, I don't see a path for the Washington football team to win. They're not going to play the Giants every single week. So we'll see what happens. The Giants, their season is over with. The Philadelphia Eagles, we just watched them. They played against the 49ers. That offense looked pedestrian, flat out pedestrian. Jalen Hurts, that game hurt because he was getting hit around left and right like a pinball machine. Devontae Smith, Devontae Smith, I, I didn't hear him. Did you hear him? I didn't hear him. He played against the Atlanta Falcons and he looked like Julio Jones. He come against the, the 49ers, he doesn't play so well. So they only scored 11 points in that game against the 49ers. They played the actual defense, and that's what happened. You know, Devontae Smith, uh, what was his numbers? Let me look right now. Oh, yeah, there he go. He was two receptions for 16 yards. That's what he had. Jalen Hurts was 12 or 23. Didn't really look that good to me. So the Eagles, I have no faith in. The Giants, I just told y'all about the little Giants. And now it comes down to the Washington football team who just lost their quarterback on Thursday night, Ryan Fitzpatrick, who's never been to the postseason. And now you have a situation where Dallas, they're looking good. Point blank, period. So I just went through the NFC East for you. You're welcome. Two quick games that I want to talk about. First one, Seattle. <clears throat> I don't really like Seattle this season. I haven't really liked them since the Legion of Boom left. They haven't been able to run the ball or stop anybody since the Legion of Boom left. And this past season, I mean, this past game, this past game against the Tennessee Titans showed me that the Seattle Seahawks going into the fourth quarter up and yet they can't close the deal. You allow a Tennessee Titans team that looked inept offensively to not only get back into the game and force overtime, but to beat you in your building. That <clears throat> there was times when you, when you went to Seattle, you don't win. You just don't win. I don't care who you have. You can have Aaron Rodgers. You can have Tom Brady. They've taken L's in Seattle where the 12th man was. And you know why? Because they had a defense. Derrick Henry is King Henry. And he just had his way with the Seattle Seahawks defense. It was his kingdom. The man had 35 rushes, a buck, eight and two, and three tubs. All of that pretty much happened in the second half. Julio Jones told, reminded y'all why he that dude. Gave you six receptions, a buck 28. Should have had a touchdown, but the referees blew that. So I'm trying to figure out this defense. You have Jamal Adams. You have Bobby Wagner. Y'all can't stop nobody? Y'all out here giving up over 500 yards, over 200 yards uh, rushing, over 300 yards passing? And y'all penalties out the yin-yang. Y'all had 10 penalties this past game. Russell Wilson. I know life is good right now, 
but you got to get your boys in check. You know, you're trying to get another Super Bowl because you gave that other Super your first Super Bowl to Sierra so she could go to the Galloway. Well, you need to get another one. How you going to get that one? Not without no defense. You see the 49ers. You see the Los Angeles Rams. You, you know what they represent. And I will get about the, the Arizona Cardinals in a minute. But Russell Wilson, you can't do this every, every year. We've, this is, again, another year of you having to score over 35 to win a game? To win a game? Y'all ran the ball, and y'all only had 77 rushing yards. What? Tyler Lockett went off. DK Metcalf was nowhere to be found. Chris Carson looked like a parked car. So what, what am I supposed to do here? I don't like the Seahawks' chances this season. I think they'll be a wild card uh, team, and they'll get bounced out in the first round, similarly to what happened last year where they played a wild card weekend and lost to the Los Angeles Rams. Now to the other team, the Arizona Cardinals. Y'all should have lost that game. Kirk Cousins, he played like my first cousin, drove y'all down the field, and then the kicker missed the field goal. And y'all supposed to be happy about that. Now, your defense, y'all got a bunch of nice toys over there. J.J. Watt, Chandler Jones, who's probably the early DPOY right now. Buda Baker, one of the best defenders in, in all of football, especially on that back end. But y'all can't stop nobody. Dalvin Cook was cooking it up. He was cooking with my cousin. He was cooking with my cousin. Kirk Cousins. 22 of 32. Three tubs. No picks. Dalvin Cook. 22 attempts. A buck 31. So, what am I supposed to do with that? Daniel Hunter had, had three sacks. Arizona Cardinals. Y'all had no right to win that game. And y'all know it. Y'all know it. The first cousins, they were they were out here doing their thing. Now Kyler Murray, now Kyler Murray out here balling. He had over he had 400 yards in in the air and then gave you some on the run combined with four four uh four touchdowns. But he had those two picks. So what am I supposed to do with y'all defense? Y'all defense hasn't played well. I don't care what nobody says. I don't believe in the Arizona Cardinals. If you cannot run the ball, you don't have a chance. I don't care. You're not the Chiefs. But for my last take, before I end this podcast, I just want to say one thing. You're going to have to prove me wrong. I'm doing a segment called Prove Me Wrong for the podcast Prove Me Wrong. Arizona Cardinals, and the Las Vegas Raiders, y'all gonna have to prove me wrong right now. Y'all are undefeated, four and zero. Arizona, y'all should be one and one. And Oakland Raiders, y'all could be one and one as well. But y'all look good at the start of the season. I still don't think either y'all gonna make the playoffs. Kyler Murray, you out here fighting for your life. Your defense is not that good. They got a bunch of shiny new toys, and outside of Chandler Jones and Buda Baker. Y'all got a bunch of guys that are past their prime. As for the Oakland Raiders, 
Y'all really think y'all can keep this up? Derek Carr, you're going to have to drive this car to the playoffs, and I don't think you all going to be able to do that. There's going to be a lot of speed bumps and a lot of crashes. You know why? Because every single time you get to eat week eight, something happens. Something happens. Y'all just go, y'all go from being five and three to being three and five, and then y'all win about eight, nine games. So I don't trust y'all for the back half of the season. Y'all might start off nicely. Y'all might end up being four, one, five, and two, something like that. But that defense, I don't trust it. Your running game is non-existent, especially with Jacobs not being there. John Gruden, he should be in the ESPN booth, but, you know, he's still giving you a hard time. He still doesn't treat you like you should be deserving of that starting quarterback position. So Oakland, y'all 2-0 right now, but I don't think y'all going to have much wins at the end of the season to make the playoffs, but we'll see. In Arizona, I don't care if it's a Cardinal. I don't care if it's an Eagle, Falcon. I don't care if it's a Raven. Y'all not making the playoffs, and I'm done. Once again, thank you for listening to yet another episode of Prove Me Wrong. If you ever want to get on the show, if you ever have any comments, you can DM me or you can comment me at my Instagram, Prove Me Wrong underscore podcast. And I'll be waiting for your comments. I got some to hear what they be talking about. Best to prove me wrong, or else you gon' be walking out. I ain't got some to hear what they be talking about. Best to prove me wrong, or else you gon' be walking out. Walking out, walking out.